wrestling fans, Quick Charisma. Hey, that's me. And today I'm with Jeremiah Plunkett. Yo again, everybody. Uh, Jeremiah Plunkett and Quick Charisma coming to you from right along ringside and ready to go with another episode of the Territorial Wrestling Review Podcast. We started laughing. You got me. Yes. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, we're going. We're going with this one. Hey, it's fine. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Might get us some more than five viewers. I say, hey, let's leave idiots. I can't even get opening. <laughs> oh, wait. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, take a week off and you can't even get it opening, you know? <laughs> yeah, so, sorry about that. We had we had some sickness in the family. A uh, week, la- week later, she's finally doing better. Yesterday, she was doing pretty terrible, but uh, seems to have kicked out a good bit today. She kicked out. Was it close? Man, bro. For for a little while, it looked about two and a half. She was she was, she was really really sick, man. Um, mm-hmm. well, that's that's good. She's on the other side. Uh, and then uh, also completed that uh, that, that seminar I had at the uh, school of Morton. Uh, had a decent yeah, how'd that go? Decent little turnout, forgot, not bad. I was going to ask you about that, and I forgot that was one thing is I forgot to ask earlier. <laughs> yeah, man, no, it's decent little turnout. People who are hungry to learn. Uh, They've totally redone School of Morton since the last time I was there. Uh, they, I mean, completely redone. The ring's on the total other side of the building, and like they've gutted that place. It, it looks really, really cool. Um, so, so yeah, that was that was fun, and yeah, I mean, that's that's been that's been my my week is taking care of a sick wife and training, and like that's uh, that's been it. Uh, what'd you get into this week? Um, nothing as usual. <laughs> Oh, I do want to say, uh, since we went on here last week, did you see where Keith Roberson passed away? I didn't. Uh-uh. Oh, this was the first yeah. time hearing of it. Yeah, I saw it uh, last week. Uh, Johnny Morton posted it. Keith Roberson passed away. So I figured I'd say something since we basically seen him every week for the first um, the first year we did the, the podcast. In 87, he's almost on every episode of the uh, Memphis 87 shows, you know? Yeah, no, absolutely. Rest in peace, Keith, Keith Roberson. That's yeah. That's he was like almost. Yeah, he was on like a must. Like every week, if he went on every week, he was on there at least every other week. He was on there more than he wrestled more than anybody probably. I mean, just just about. Know, yeah, because he was there almost every week. So yeah, I, I saw that. Uh, I was like, that sucks, you know. But yeah, uh, I just figured I'd mention that because like I said we saw him so much in the first year doing this on those uh, shows. So. But I saw that. I was wondering if you saw that or not. I was going to ask another thing. I forgot to. <laughs> I forgot to ask. You. I don't know stuff I ask you. Then when we started, I can like anything. So you know. <laughs> you, you know what I did see, and I'm pretty sure you saw as well. Um, but nobody else has seen yet. Oh yes. We got a little sneak peek. Uh, our friend Monte Carlo over at the WMF Medium Rare YouTube page. Gave us a sneak peek of his uh, upcoming project that he's about to post. I believe it's slated to be posted August seventh. Um, the tag team title gauntlet. Yep, it's not this coming Saturday, but uh, following Saturday, it'll, he'll he'll have it on his on the uh, WMF YouTube page. Uh, I ain't gonna I ain't gonna give no no uh, spoilers or nothing. Just you have to wait to watch it. But yeah, Monty put a lot of. Put a lot of time into editing. This is, I think, this is the longest thing he's going, the longest debut's had. Uh, I believe this oh. is right at ninety minutes. Yeah, I think it's longer. Yeah, it's longer than the first episode he put. 
while back. Yeah, this is like the longest. Uh, yeah, he told me he did a lot of editing on it. So. Uh, yeah, we there was actually uh, he was going to send me the link at one point to, to preview it, um, and then uh, YouTube gave him some issues, so he had to he had to resend, uh, re-edit, and resend. <laughs> so he. He's put a lot, a lot of work into this one, guys. So uh, do us a favor, uh, set your reminder for August 7th. Um, and actually, if you subscribe to his page, you can set a reminder from there. It's WMF Medium Rare over on YouTube. Um, but yeah, August 7th at 7.30 p.m. That's eight days away from when we're recording this. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's it's good. It's really, it's a lot of fun. So, but he's got something this this Saturday he's, put, he's putting on there. What's he putting on this Saturday? Let's see here. So going over to the WMF Medium Rare YouTube page, and I see all the videos we got here. Uh, so the gauntlet is August 7th, and then July 31st, we actually don't know. It says surprise main event. Hey, there you go. That's going to be, hey, that could be, that could be something. Surprise main event. Yeah, you know, it could even be me in there. You never know. <laughs> Don't say that people not watching it. <laughs> so if you haven't checked that, go over and check some of them matches out. Yeah. Yeah, and leave it's leave a, leave a comment, you know, subscribe, what whatever. Uh Monty per, uh you know patrols the uh the YouTube comments, so say hi. Tell tell them we sent you. Um, but yeah, so we, we got a sneak peek of that. That was pretty cool. It took me a while to get around to watching it because of all the stuff I was dealing with, but, uh, but yeah. Oh, so he said to me, I watched, he's like, and he's like, hey, favorite. And I was like, all right, man, got it, dude. <laughs> you know, I ain't going to blink it out because, I mean, I know it, you know, you got to build suspense, you know, people want to see it. So, I, you know, so I'm, and I was like, okay, he said, you and JP, don't you? I was like, all right. And, uh, and then it's, I mean, as soon as he, you know, I pulled up the thing. I watched it, and it was like a couple hours later. It's like, hey, when you, uh, hold off on watching that. I'm going. I got to make a few more edits. I was like, oh, I done watched it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like as soon as I got, a, as soon as you I opened up my messenger gimmick, I uh, saw it, hit the link, and I was gone. So that was what you know. I was watching it. So yeah, but yeah, go check that out. You know, it's um 2000 uh, indie wrestling. <laughs> so and like I said, Monty's doing this from the old. Uh, I think your high eight tapes. I guess what they're, they're recorded on camcorder high eights. I think, and um, so he's having to clean it up a lot. So, uh, the video, video quality, the audio quality. He's doing a lot of work to get it to to get to where it's at. Because like I said, it's old, you know, tape. It's not digital or nothing. So go check that out. Um, more for plugging stuff. When you plug our old buddy Scott Till, we haven't plugged him in a long time. Um. I'm sure he's probably got another book out by now since last time we plugged. I don't know what it is. So let's go over to the Crowbar Press and uh, see what Scott's got new. I'm sure he's got something new. Um, I, he, I know he went to – what was the thing they had on Charlotte this weekend? The Gathering. Yeah, he went to that. So he told somebody – and I said, what are you going to bring? And he said, everything. So I, can, <laughs> I was like, dang. So uh, he, he went there. And, and judging by the website, the newest stuff we have is – Classic Arena Programs, Volume 6, 7, and 8. I think that was on there last time we he just dropped them, I think. Maybe? Maybe, that, but this was uh, this was on his hot off the press portion. Okay, well, it might be more. It might, I don't know, I remember last time it was some, some pro arena things. It might be some other ones. Who knows, but I guess it's been a while since we've plugged his site. But go over there and uh, 
look at uh, what Scott's got. He's got a bunch of little everything for everybody. So that's crowbarpress.com. <laughs> and, and while we're doing a segue for books, we talked about this uh, before going uh, on the air. Uh, Chris, uh, Chris Michaels, the headliner Chris Michaels, everybody's favorite, Franklin, Kentucky resident, uh, has written a book. Um, it's called Indestructible. Uh, he just posted about it today, from what I've seen. Um, and apparently, it will be available at eatsleepwrestle.com. Um, I went to the, the website earlier, and I was not able to see it under their book section as of yet. Um, but check out eatsleepwrestle.com. Uh, or if you are, have the chance to see Chris Michaels on an independent show, because he is still going and he will never stop. Um, he's supposed to have copies with him that you can purchase and get autographed. Yeah, sounds good. Yeah, he's got a book. He's, I mean, he's been in the business, good gosh, 30 years, 31, two years, something like that. So um, he's been everywhere, worked everybody. So, yeah, you know, it would uh, be an interesting read. If I well, it would if I read, but <laughs> I know my wife said she's gonna make she read. So yeah, I'm hoping there will be some Quentin Christmas stories in there. I doubt that. <laughs> maybe maybe some that. pictures. There's a really good picture of you and Chris from in the early '90s. You're wearing, I think you're wearing American flag pants. He was. He was. One I was giving the spin. I was giving the spin kick in the corner. Yep. Yeah, that's a good picture. Yeah. Yeah, that's back when I could move, man. Man, I almost flipped over the ropes one time doing that. Oh, I did. Believe it? I saw how, the, the, how la- that. the last time I attempted that, it wasn't so much a spin kick. It was that Sabu gimmick or the uh, the Jeff Hardy in the corner. Okay. And this is when I, when I was young and could jump, and I jumped too <laughs> I jumped too high, and my hip hit the guy, and my lower back hit the top rope, and I backflipped. I landed on my feet, so it looked really neat, but <laughs> I was so terrified I never tried it again. I think the last time I did is when I almost flipped over the ropes in Petersburg, and because I, I was I was hitting them too much with my butt instead of the leg, so I was like, I, was like, I got to get a little more over here, and I did it, and I, I, I about flipped over. I was like, you know what, I'm mixing in that because I don't need to get get hurt. <laughs> yeah, so I don't think I ever did after that. It's funny how an inadvertent backflip will change your mind on something. <laughs> oh me. I got some. Uh, <clears throat> I did some notes for this match we got coming up because it's. Um, While you're looking at that, let's re uh, let's remind the listeners what we are watching oh, today. Oh yeah, that would help, wouldn't it? <laughs> we we are watching a match from All Japan Pro Wrestling that took place on April fifth, nineteen eighty six, for both the PWF Heavyweight and AWA World Heavyweight Championship. Hold on, it wasn't for the AWA. That tie was not up. No, oh, you. Well, well, King's Ark with two A's on YouTube, you have lied to me. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was too until I did my research. It was just for the uh, PWF belt. But the match is the Stan A-W-F. Hansen versus Ricky Choshu. I should have waited to cut you, cut you up to the end there. Yeah, that was um, – yeah, yeah. the way it's written up, yeah, it's, I thought it was too. And then when I started this little research, you know, little research background on it, it wasn't it, just the PWF belt. Um, give a little history about the AWA belt. Hanson won that belt uh, on December 29, 1985, in Re- East, <laughs> East Rutherford. Dang, I can't talk. East Rutherford, New Jersey. So he didn't have the belt about four, about four months at the time. That was the AWA belt. Now, he won the PWF belt on July 30th, 1985. He beat Baba. And uh, 
So he, so at this time he had it six, gosh, more than that, almost a year, nine months, something like that. He'd had the um, PWF belt. Uh, he beat Bob, like I said, it was, and he beat him on a really big card. It was the All Japan 1985 Heat Wave Summer Action Wars Day 29. <laughs> you know, like the, they like the big long titles on their, on their gimmicks, you know? Good God. Yeah. As the, that's what the whole title was. It was All Japan 95 Heat Wave Summer Action Wars Day 29. And it was then, there's the main event. I guess who was on that card? I looked up the actual card for that day. Who's that? I guess who Guess who worked that show? Gypsy Joe. Exactly. All How'd right. you know? That, that's my go-to. Because I, I was bringing old, it up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You bring up old Japan, probably because of Joe. Yeah, he worked that show. He worked that show. Uh, but yeah, that was um, yeah all those big uh, you know uh, New Japan same way you know they all had the, their you know each you know like they have a like a basically they all had like a summer thing a winter thing a, you know. For each season, they had a big thing. Eat both promotions, you know. To the I don't know about all Japan, but New Japan still does. So they have their what are they fix to the start right now? They're um, I'm so G1. behind. I'm so behind on it. Uh, maybe I think it, I'm thinking it might be G1. Yeah. So I mean, yes. Yeah, so I don't know if all Japan. They're still doing the G1, but yeah, they had the G1. There's the carnival. The big all of these. All, both of them had these big things. There were several, you know. Uh, this is day 29, so it must have been a whole month of, of um, summer action wars <laughs> and, and the heat wave. So, but yeah, so at this time, so so Hanson had the PWF belt. Um, let's see. Okay, if you want it, well, oh, crap. If you want it in July, August, September, October, November, December, March. Yeah, he had the belt nine, almost nine months, a little, uh, little, little eight months, eight and a half months. So, but yeah, he's... That's the way he's like. So I thought it was too. The AWA belt was because he carried it out to the ring, um, but it was just the PWF belt was up. up, up yeah, it was on the line. That's all I got from <laughs> uh, this, this match is in it, Yokohama. I do not. I do know that it's in Yokohama, but I, I couldn't know. find what building. I couldn't find what building it was. So. Uh, I want to do one really quick left turn, just because us talking about Japan. Uh, triggered me to do this. Um, I want to give a shout out to my buddy Chase Owens. He just won the King of Pro Wrestling trophy over in New Japan Pro Wrestling. So I, I saw somebody posting stuff about him winning something. I couldn't. I didn't know what it was. Yeah, man, and uh, yeah, Beto Toriano on it uh, for it, and yeah, man. Uh, so if he, I, I believe it's if he holds it till the end of the year, he'll officially be declared the the King of Pro Wrestling. So, uh, yeah, good on you, Chase. Hold it on until the end of the year, man. Crown jewel. <laughs> Crown jewel of the Bullet Club. Hell. All right. Well, that's all I got for little notes and stuff for this. So, whenever you're ready to get this. Oh, dang, gummit. I know. What is it? Man, there must, there's a glitch in my Roku. I hit play and it says That sounds like a medical condition. <laughs> yeah. I just hit play and it. Said it said downloading Discovery Plus. That's not play. Well, I mean, if you if you need to catch up on Shark Week. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, I mean, it, I mean, it just happened. I yeah. think, or it's yeah. happening now. I can't remember. Oh, before we get started, did you? Oh, it's right. You don't have AEW. That match last night with um, Jericho and uh, Nick Gage. Was it, dude? Oh, it wasn't as bad as the. It wasn't as brutal as the Matt Cordona one. Did you watch that? Because that is out on YouTube, the whole match. The Cordona? Uh-huh. 
Yeah, watched okay. it. Watched it yesterday morning. I watched the handheld. Somebody handheld. Is that the one? Uh, I, I I haven't watched it yet. I just saw that. Okay. I, I believe Game Changer Wrestling dropped it. Okay. Uh, I may be, I, I may be wrong I, on that. It was just I just uh, it, it just popped up one thing it's, uh, and I was like I gotta watch that and and, uh, and then last night Jericho. Gosh Almighty. Mm, no thanks. There's no way. Dude, I've never seen Nick Gage work. He is really small. He's uh yeah, he, he did definitely I believe he was bigger before he he, he did time. And he's, he got like really short. into working out while he was in there. But yeah, no, he's he's deceptively uh deceptively small, especially for having such a larger than life personality. And that, my friends, that personality is a shoot. That's him. I don't know. I'd be more scared of his teeth than anything. Ugh. Brother needs to just go and knock them rotten things out, man. Ooh, that's nasty. <laughs> Have you seen his teeth? Ah, oh, man. Don't bag. Don't bag on the man. I like I'm sorry, but brother, I don't care. Anybody can find a toothbrush and use it. Don't take. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's one thing. You can't brush your teeth, man. I don't know. It just. Oh, dude. It just. Oof. Just get them knocked. Knock them out or something, you know? Good God. Dude, they just look so bad. It just. It's like, I don't know how he eats, man. I mean, I'm not bagging on him, but... <laughs> You're not, no, really? I don't know. It's just his teeth. I don't... I was... I see... Yeah, I've always heard his name. I've seen him like, he wouldn't scare me. And then he opened his mouth like, eh! That's what scares me is his hygiene. But and he brother needs to learn how to throw a punch. I know that much. But you're not I mean, bagging on. on him. Not bagging on him. You don't have to brush your teeth and throw a punch. It's all... Everything else, you know. But... <laughs> I don't know. I, I just, I don't know. I just expected more when I, you know, I've always heard, I've seen pictures of him, but I actually saw him moving and next to people's like, he's not that big of a guy. But anyway. All right. So if something happens to <laughs> Quentin, if something happens to Quentin between now and next episode, I'm guessing that it happened by the MDK, the Murder, Death, Kill Gang. So, uh, yeah. Is that what that means? Yep. Ain't that all the same thing? You'll find out. Oh, like somebody's going to hunt me down. <laughs> I'm sure our 10 listeners are big Nick Gage fans. Man, listen, we are we are very are, we're very good in the murder death kill demographic. MDK all F and day. I know, but but I do say this. It was funny because that dude I watched that with Cordona match. <laughs> um, it was a handheld, and the guy after. He was showing the people. Boy, that was some heat, man. Those people were so mad that Cordona won. They were so, they were, I mean, they were, it was so like, I was rolling, man. It was so funny. The people were so hot. I was like, dang. I was like, I think there's probably, out of the 800, people was in there, they could probably find 200 people that actually probably would have tried to kill Matt Cordona that night. That's how mad these people were. I was like, you don't see heat like that no more, you know? And just because yeah, no. he won. And you know, he, you know what he did the next day? Or maybe probably, few, probably a couple days later. Uh, posted on his Instagram and Twitter him with the belt and his fiance at Disney World. Oh, but they were mad. And, and not in front of Disney World. Brother had the belt in the park. Tremendous. That is awesome. Because, man, I'm telling you, these people, 
they were, I, I haven't seen people hot like that in years. I mean, because they were just can, span, uh, spanning the crowd. And it was like, this one goes, goes I can't believe Matt Cardona is the face of, was it G, what, what is GCW. it? GCW. GCW. I mean, it was like, they were just like, they were just like, this I can't be right. This ain't right. I mean, they were, <laughs> I was rolling, dude. I was like, Wow. If we could just get everybody believing in something, but you know, I say, I mean, they believe in. I, I give it to them. It's not my cup of tea, but man, those people were rabid. They believe in that stuff, man. You know? Yeah, yeah they do. It's a, it's a. There's more promotions now. We and we got to start this match in a minute. But there is more promotions oh, no, now <laughs> that don't don't be. This is a really a. It's cool for two reasons. Because like one, you're getting into modern wrestling, which is which is cool. Like. Because you're finding appreciation for, for it, whereas that, that like that's becoming less of the old man who yells at the cloud. You know what I mean? That's you're, you're growing in it. Um, and and death ma- and you've watched two death matches at that, by the way. In two days, in, in one day, actually, one day. Right. Um, but no. But the second thing is like you get promotions like this because remember back in the day it was just one. ECW had that weird, that crazy cult like fan base. Yeah. But then you have more companies now that have kind of that. Like GCW has that really rabid cult-like fan base. I don't know if Ring of Honor does anymore. They used to. I don't think they do. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know if they really have since the Sinclair deal. Now, don't get me wrong. There's some Ring of Honor diehards out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's not like it used to be. But yeah, but it, yeah, it used to be. It used to be wild. Um, yeah. You know, I think I think Impact has a ravenous fan base. I don't know how how large it is. Um, but I'll say this, they're stirring up the world right now. It's like all of pro wrestling intersects at Impact Wrestling. Because they 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 had stars from New Japan. They had stars from, uh, let's see, from NWA, from AEW. Here's my thing. They're, that is genius AAA, of doing that. I think. It's genius of doing that. But the only thing, nobody's seeing it. Oh, it's getting seen. It may not be, be reflected in viewership. But where you, I mean, where you see that? Where you watch it? I don't know where to watch it. I, I get that, and like that's what I'm saying. It may not reflect in viewership specifically for Impact, but their social media game is super strong and gets pushed out everywhere. They're 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 at least making headlines. I don't like, I don't know how much it'll translate. I mean, you can make all the headlines, but nobody can see it. It don't. And I don't know how their app's doing either. Because they have the Impact they have an Plus app. app. Yeah, they have an Impact Plus oh, app. Oh, so I didn't even know that. Okay. So if it if it's getting in and buys of that, then you know. Okay. All well, so excited. I thought they just had that was on um, Pluto. Yeah. No, they, no, they not have, Pluto. Not Pluto. Well, they they have a channel on Pluto as well. That shows yeah, that's old. old. Yeah. I'm talking about the new the new oh, product now. Uh, fight. They're on fight. They are. There's some stuff on fight. I don't know. I don't, I don't know if it's recent or not. I don't know if they have the new episodes okay. on fight or not. I'm talking about new stuff. How do you see the new stuff? Because they don't they have a TV channel? I think they're on Hardly access now. Has, see, hardly anybody carries access. I can't you, get it. You used to. You used to have it. Yeah, I used to because I when I was on uh, Dirt TV, but um, I got YouTube TV and Spectrum, and it's on neither one of those. Right. So I don't know. You know what else it's on, but. But it, I didn't know they had access on the. So there is access to watch it on the internet. Oh yeah, no, absolutely. That's it. That'd okay, well, that, that, that. well, I'll take that away then. It's good then. If there's my whole thing is if there has to be. I ain't saying it has to be on TV free, but just have access to watch it somewhere. 
Yeah, no, absolutely. I, I get yeah. what you're saying. Because if you get a buzz, <clears throat> you get a buzz, even if you don't have TV, uh, you know, regular free, not free, but you know what I'm saying, on, you know, a, a cable company or satellite, whatever, or straight, you know, uh, you know, like YouTube TV and um, Hulu Plus and all that stuff, you know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, if, um, if you get enough buzz, people will go find on there and will pay for the service to, you know, like on Fight or whatever, you know, if you have to pay for it or whatever, their, or their app or whatever. Creating a buzz will make and so that's all I didn't know there was actually a place for you to go find it, you know, and watch it. Yeah. So actually yeah. that's good then. Okay. So I'll take back with that saying, you know, so that I didn't know there was actually a place for it. So that yeah. um, so I am wondering both the buzz they're creating and the fact that Jeff Jarrett has his podcast and they're watching a lot of TNA stuff, if that's gonna get uh some some boost in the Impact Plus app. I hope it does, man. I hope all pro wrestling does good. And I, right now, like things are kind of cool. Well, I think everybody's finally seen the light. You're not going to compete with events, so open up the doors. You know. Well, and here, here's, everybody here's the help thing. everybody. Help everybody. Help everybody. You're going to have a better product. And, and dude, right then, then it can be like a territory, and you can keep guys fresh. Use a guy for a couple of years. He starts getting stale. Hey, he goes to Impact for a couple of years. Yeah. Then. Or just a then, year. You know, then he, mean, yeah, and then he, and then maybe he hits NWA for a little while. And then he then he pops back at a or I'm saying AEW is the first place. He pops back in AEW, all of a sudden, hey, we haven't seen you in a while if they're not watching that's, the other product. That's what I I think AEW they AEW they gotta um they even had to start they've been on what two years almost now? I, I know it's over one for sure. Yeah, I think it's two coming up in the fall. It's time they're about to start re, you know. Phasing some people out. People start, you know what I'm saying? They've got a deep deep enough roster that that it would they could do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's like Cody. Pop some Cody's people down. Pop some people down on dark, you know what I mean, for a little while and then it's like Cody. He's not on there he's he might have he's on there maybe every week, but he only he don't wrestle every week. Yeah. You know? That's good. It just you get enough. You know, you don't seem on there every week enough to get tired of him. You just get that little snippet of to keep keep it and keep him fresh as he's still here. You know, but if you weren't had a match every week, it get you know, and well, that's I, like they, I, they they even took. Go ahead. I was just gonna say I think it, it helps Cody too, and I you know I don't know if this, he's looking at it this way on purpose, but everything Cody has means something. Yeah. You ever notice that he never just has a match, right? It always means yeah. something. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. That's yeah. If he did that every week, it would it would go. It would get tiresome. Um, now I do. I know you haven't watched it, but man, that stupid stuff they did at the elite yesterday. I I'm all about a little goofy comedy, but they took it too far yesterday. It was just stupid. So if you ever you'll see they they were bat they they dressed like they were a basketball team. It was just dumb. It was just I don't. Know, it was just it was dumb. But um. Uh, but yeah, the way Cody's doing, I think that's good. Uh, and the way they're actually doing Miro, you know, he's got the TV title. He's in on there every week, you know, defending it. Uh, I don't think he's been on for like two weeks, three weeks. But he's yeah. getting a little interview, there's a little promo, you know, just to keep it, you know. Yeah, they got a, their their roster's huge. But, but um, yeah, I, the whole thing of everybody working together now, I think that's going to benefit everybody. I agree. So everybody realizes we can't beat Vince, so let's just. Do what we're doing. We can help each other. We work with each other. It's going to do is help both bring both or bring everybody up. Right. We won't ever get to Vince's level, but it, if we work together, road switch, switch talent. You know, 
it's going to, it's all going to do is bring it up, everybody up. Absolutely. But the, and it goes against that old school mentality from the territory days, but that day is long gone. And the days of anybody trying to compete against Vince is long gone. I think everybody realizes we'll just do what we can do. We can build our stuff up to the sky's the limit. So why, might as well, you know. And, and and to be a true alternative, right? Yeah, that's, 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 saying, the yeah. Thing, that's the thing that I feel everybody's been missing this whole time is trying to be an alternative. Some some have gotten it, but their their fan base has been niche. Like ROH is definitely an alternative. Yeah. But they're especially early on, we're a really niche fan base because hey, we like technical wrestling. Not everybody digs that. But to, to find, actually be that alternative, and people have had different pieces of it. Like, you know, TNA at the beginning had it with the exhibition. That was the alternative. Everything else was kind yeah. of rest, you know, kind of WWE, yeah. kind of. I think now things are starting to be different enough. Every company kind of has their own style of things. And it's all different enough to where, like, whatever you like is kind of represented. And, you know, an NWA guy has a different match than an Impact guy. I wonder what it would like if they wrestled type thing. And people are talking about dream matches because, like, right now it could happen. Yeah. Usually it'd be like, oh, these guys have a contract. That match can't, couldn't happen. Well, it's like they're, you know, um, uh, Tanahashi was on Impact last – I mean, um, AEW last night. Right. Inter- just in an interview, but, I mean, I mean, think of that. I mean, some of the guys they can have matches with, you know. Yeah, it's, it's, it's friggin' Tom, Tanahashi who was, yeah. was one of the best New Japan has ever produced. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, yeah, it's uh, I think it's a good deal. You know that um, there's just something they don't get, but egos get in the way and mess it up. That's the only thing. You know, fingers crossed, man. Yeah, because it's like I said, all I'm gonna do is help them, and the fans are the ones going to benefit from it. One hundred percent. Yeah. All right. <laughs> we got way off on that one. <laughs> we got to get this match going. <laughs> okay, guys. As a reminder, the this is brought to us by King's Arc. That is Arc with two A's, A-A-R-K, over on YouTube. The match title is AJPW, Stan Hansen versus Ricky Choshu. It is 27 minutes and 24 seconds. If everybody is set at zero, Quentin, are you ready? Yep, I'm at double zero. All right, and three, two, one, play. All right. Like I said, this is a big deal. This is the the, the uh, PWF. I say PWF, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. PWF. Because <laughs> look, here comes Choshu. He he's like in his early thirties. He looks like he's 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 he always had an old face. Look at the people, man. He is over like crazy. Yep. Nice. And it's, it's black, black trunks, white boots, just Nothing's, not a lot of flash, yeah. No, there's uh, Lord James Blair's, 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 how you say it? I love that it. ring. I love that ring so much. This, the, the, hey, there's, that's Killer Kong just got on the apron, wasn't it? I believe yeah, so. Yeah, sure was. Yep. Oh, here comes Hanson. <laughs> He's swinging already. <laughs> I get tickled when I watch him come. And Brody used to swing the chain. I get tickled when I see them two coming to the ring. They're just whapping people. <laughs> he had some of the best Japanese music. It was so I good. I don't even remember what it was. So he's got he's got both belts. He's holding up. 
I can't say we've got a held up. I think it was the PWF belt there. Yeah, I'm pretty about. sure it was. Yeah, but he's got both of them with him. See, the ball headed gentleman just picked them up. What's his name? The referee. I can't he ref forever. That's not Tiger Hattori. I so I don't know. No. That's the, Tiger Hattori and Red Shoes are the only Japanese refs I know. You know, it's a big deal when they brought out the scrolls. Yeah, oh yeah. Scrolls. And you know, it's a really big deal. But yeah, look at the, the Choshu, no flash. Black trunks, white boots. No flash at all. But he was over like crazy. So was was Blears uh, like a kayfabe person in the AWA or something? Like, uh, uh, he was He was in the office, I do believe. I mean, he'd show he do. He'd so I wonder if the AWA ch- title it on the line while he's reading them. I don't know, but it's it's not on the line because from the from what I've read, it wasn't on the line. But they're holding it up, and he's reading the, the gimmick. So my stuff, I my um, research is wrong. Then hmm, we'll see here. We'll find out. I guess at the end of. Yeah, that's um, um, Kalakon. What's that say on his? Does that say Atlanta? Atlanta on something, yeah. Yeah, huh. Yeah, I don't know if we talked about this before, but here all the tracksuits was in English. Yeah. That's, that's a, crazy. That, that's a big, like, fashion thing in, in Japanese culture. Like, if you'll notice, a lot of the Japanese wrestlers have their name in English on their stuff. Yeah, it's okay. All the stuff, yeah. I think, well, they're both over because Hanson got a bunch of streamers, but Choshu, helmet, man, he barely gets to the ring. Now, that's a mullet right there, buddy. Well, not stand, but the <laughs> Choshu, he got that mullet going. That's 80s mullet right there. And Choshu really never had a body. No, but he was built solid. He like, like he's oh, solid yeah. as a rock. Oh yeah, but I'm talking about like um well he's I guess well back then there weren't a lot of Japanese guys that had were just bodied out either though. No, they they all were built very similar because I feel like they all did the same dojo style workouts. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, so yeah. Like Jumbo, you know, he wasn't he was just soft. they're just solid. Yeah, just solid and thick. Look, oh no knee pads. I just didn't realize that. No knee pads. Oh, Oh, he get, I think Hanson gave him a little smack to the face, didn't he? Something. On that lockup. Go, oh, Hanson to go behind. There we go. Hammer. Oh, look for the hammer. Uh, couldn't get it. And the ropes. Yeah, I just realized he ain't wearing no knee pads. Good gosh. Oh, that was sweet. They're actually wrestling. I guess I have to if they're going 20 something, 20 minutes. No, no. No. I've seen Hanson do a straight 30 plus minute just balls. Oh, uh, yeah, that's, that's true. He, he had a that's motor that, that wouldn't quit. That's true. It, it was so crazy. He didn't blow up. He, he, oh, him and, yeah, him and, him and Brody. Yeah. They, they, yeah, they did. That's true. I didn't think about that. Yeah. And, and they're both huge. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, big guys. A oh, nice single leg. Oh, drop the. Oh, okay, he's got the leg. He's got. 
in between his legs there. That's nice. Got a little grapevine. Yeah. You just don't see that. Choshu trying to choke, pull his eye. Was he, was he trying to get, grab his eye? <laughs> like, uh-oh, he's got his arms. From, oh, oh, that's a little snug one. I'm sure he'll get a receipt. Intentional or not. Well, it, wasn't, it wasn't to the head, so it was, that first one was to the shoulder, so well, it's, it ain't going to bother Hanson. He's got that arm. Is it, is it, oh, licked him over. Is Hanson in the ropes? No. There we go. Oh, oh. I mean, he ain't doing no pressure, but he could really pop that elbow right there. Oh, yeah. Oh, Hanson's got his um, – He's got his foot. See it? His ankle. You see yeah, it? He's got the end step over on the other side. Yeah. I just noticed. I was like, I see him grabbing something. I was like, what's the guy? And he's... So they're both cranking on each other. <laughs> oh, Hanson let go of it, did he? Yeah, yeah he let go of it. Yeah, he let go of it. It's just, so he's going to go under the ropes. Yeah, he's trying to go up to the ropes. Yeah, he's underneath the rope. I like this because he's working on – what's Choshi working on? The arm. The left arm where the Western exactly. area comes from. Yep, exactly. That's good. The psychology. Choshi's selling the ankle there, even though he didn't have it on there long. Big slam. Boom. Elbow as nice. On to Choshu's ankle. Is Choshu's finisher with a, a kick or something? I'm not sure. I, I Not that I know he's, of. He's working I, on that leg a lot. I found that ankle. I thought he used a submission of some sort. But a lot of those guys over there had two or three finishers, didn't they? That, that is true, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Choshu's fighting it. Oh, he's going for Hanson's arm. I like how they're both getting each other submissions. <laughs> and, yeah, look at that. That's nice. Does he have his short arm scissors? Almost. Hey, Ricky Choshu was actually the innovator of the sharpshooter. No crap. Apparently so, yeah. Well, he can't you can't do the sharpshooter if you can't stand up. That's true. So and you can't do the Larry if your arm's hanging off. <laughs> so make already, they're making sense on what they're doing already. That's just trying to get up. Because they won't have the Larry won't have the much the same effect if its arms hurt. Uh, he and he also used the lariat, but probably it probably wasn't like Hanson's. You know what I mean? Oh like no, no. <laughs> there ain't nobody like Hanson. <laughs> Okay, I, I've lost your sound, dude. Oh, really? There, it came back. Okay. 
Oh, but yeah, no, I feel like she's off. Ooh, elbow. I, I feel like that was like everybody's finish in Japan. Like everyone has a lariat. That's just something they can hit on anybody. Yeah. But you can also kick out of everybody's lariat except for Hanson's. Yeah. Oh. Nice single leg, but show shoe. Now he's working on the oh, oh he's yeah. going to start here. There he goes. Wow, he's already trying to get it this early. <laughs> wow. Well, we caught that just in time, didn't we? Yeah. Look at there he goes. There he goes. Can he turn him? Hanson's selling it. Even got him turned it. He's selling it like crazy already. Let's say his shoulders are down, ref. He needs to count. <laughs> but he's selling it. Even, he even got him turned over yet. And he's already selling like it's, it's killing him. Nope, we grabbed his arm. I said, what are you going to do with him, Hanson? He's bringing him down. And stopping him from turning, Jim. Yeah. Yeah, we got him on his knee, got him down so he can't turn him. Hanson's wrenching that wrist. It's all he's doing is just turning his wrist. Ain't even it's just wrenching his wrist. You got him all the way down. They're both that's all somebody they've been going back and forth. They both one of them get him to hold and the other one get and they'll have the hold on each other at the same time. Oh, oh. Come back and touch his back up. Oh, is he gonna spin him? Oh, he's got oh, oh, he's trying. Look at him. He's trying to get him, Hanson. Hanson, what he lifts his shoulder up, it's gonna turn him. So he's trying to he, he don't have to lift his shoulder up, but he's getting counted. So he has to lift it up. Oh, he's got oh, almost. Oh, Hanson, bring you back down. Hey, grab the arm. I wish I was here with the crowd. How this? Oh, there he goes. Got him back down. Back down the level, they're even again. And he's just putting pressure on his wrist. It's crazy how just that. Oh, is that a chop? That was a chop. <laughs> oh, is he rubbing his elbow in his arm? Yep. Oh, he's grinding it, ain't he? That's good. Yeah, he's just grinding right there on his arm. Nope. Is he going to drop the knee on it? Yep. Hmm. Ryan, the crease of the elbow, too. That's nice. What's Hanson there? Good 285, probably? 285-3. He, he said three, like, was where he normally, you know, felt good at. Yeah, so that's a big man grinding on you. So it makes it believable. Yeah, because he's real tall, too. Yeah, yeah. You notice what he's doing? He was shaking his legs out. You see that? That was neat. He was still selling. He was still selling. Even though he's got the upper hand on him, he was still shaking Get the get his legs back under him. Okay, I'm tied up in the ropes. He's going to kick him. Uh, oh, a big old forearm. Oh, he kicked him. <laughs> oh, he's just wrenching it in the ropes. Big old forearms to it. What's he going to do here? Whoa. Oh, nice. That was sweet. Held onto the leg. Oh. He barred that leg. 
So both guys are getting their legs and their arms worked on. It's pretty good. Well, so I had yeah, this is a, had a submission finish. I don't know how much he used it in Japan because the lariat was so over. But he, yeah. uh, he Boston Crab, yeah. Okay. Yeah, because that's what he beat uh, um, Martell with. Yep. It was a boss of crab. You know, this, how, where are we in? 12 minutes in? Uh, let's see. Going on 14. Okay. And it's so been all wrestling. I lost you again. Lost your sound. Sound keeps going out. Uh, I was saying, so about 12. Okay. Oh, oh, they're on the floor. I spoke too serious. It's been all wrestling. <laughs> Choshi's on the floor. Here we go. <laughs> but yeah, it's been all wrestling, basically. You know? Yeah. Yeah. You just wouldn't expect, you know, that much. You know, a little brawling in there, but I thought the tension would go on the floor after, but he didn't. So what's he going to get him in the corner? Big forearm. Shoots him in. Nobody. Oh, dude, he took a big bump over it, didn't he? Yeah, he did. All right, here we go. We're on the floor now. Big chops. Uh-oh. Watch out, cameraman. Boom. Oh, went for the larry and hit the pole. That's nice. They're, they're both putting each, other, each other's finish over very, very well from the beginning. Yeah. Bar that arm again. Yeah, he's trying to get it where Larry ain't going to be able to do nothing. Yeah, I like this. I fear we had some brawling, and it's been all wrestling, basically. This has been really good. I'm sure it'll get crazy toward the end. Yeah, that, that's that's usually the New Japan style is, or sorry, the All Japan style is loaded back in. But yeah, uh, this is before that influence of the, you know, the Misawas and the Kabashis and stuff really. Still, that, you, you still, you, you get, you'll get, you'll, I'm sure we'll get something. Toward the end, is there still about ten minutes? Oh yeah, so. Now he's working on that arm. He just he's wearing that arm down. I keep them. Hey, look at Hanson's face, boy. He's sounding like crazy. Look at that. Yeah, and wow. this thinks about Hanson as like the guy who barely sold beat up everybody. No, nah, not they didn't. I mean, top guys, he didn't because they wouldn't be. I mean, they had to have matches, you know. Yeah, no, but like that's what everyone everyone seems oh. to think. But no, here's Hanson, like selling real hard, working hard. Yeah, I mean, he always worked hard, but yeah. Did he get him? What did he get him in the gut? Yeah. Uh oh, take a bump outside. We'll get some more floor action. I don't think Hanson's going out. Oh, he's going to suplex him in. Boom. 
Big suplex. Kick out. And it's a big slam. He just tossed him on that, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, he did. Oh! oh. Splash! That's, I figured he dropped the elbow or something. He went for a splash, caught the knees. Oh, he's winding up. Look. You see him? Yeah, big toe shoe, Larry. Oh, nice bump from Hanson through the ropes. That was a nice bump, wasn't it? Yeah, and Hanson's over Lariat. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, him putting over somebody else's Lariat like that. I mean, he took a good I – and mean, they didn't show the whole thing, but you could, he took a good bump off that through the ropes. Here we go. It's getting exciting now. They're warming up now. Oh, big chops. Here we go. He just kicked somebody. He's kicking the stew out of that dude. Was that uh oh who's that? I don't know. That's Ted DiBiase. That's DiBiase. It's DiBiase. He was kicking a young boy over there in the tracksuit. I don't think, think that, I don't think those are young boys. Okay. Well we know but I think it was though. Who? Kabashi. Maybe. I think that was Kabashi. Oh, nice knee. I don't know if he got him with that one. That first one was looked really good. Yeah, that was DiBiase that come out there. Yeah, because remember they were um Oh ho, ho! what a drop kick. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, because remember DiBiase took Brody's place with Hanson when Brody went jump ship to to uh Inoki. Yeah. That's when they brought they brought in oh pile driver. Oh <laughs> that was good. he's in the ropes. That pile driver looked kind of <laughs> could have been a little brutal there. Get the elbow. Boom, big elbow drop. I always loved his elbow drops, his big thudders. Yeah, just boom, because that big body coming down on you. So shoot him in. Another big elbow. Everyone thought it was going to be the lariat. Yeah. They come, every time they shoot somebody in the game, they come up. Yeah, that's like it's the lariat time, but it's a like, elbow and him a big boot. Slamming. Uh oh. What's he going to do? Is he going to give it to him? Yep. He didn't have much behind that one. Not like normal. Whoa. There it was. Oh, <laughs> right in the mush. He slung that one, didn't he? <laughs> Is he going to go for three? No, he poop cans him. But he came right back in. <laughs> oh, nice knee to the back and shoulder. I don't know how nice that was. I don't say, yeah, it probably didn't feel nice, but <laughs> it looked nice. Uh-oh, here he goes. Here it comes. Oh! Uh. <laughs> I, think he was to, I think he's supposed to take the bump through the ropes. and. <laughs> 
He was too close to the ropes and just bounced off. <laughs> Where, dang, where'd that come from? Well, there's DiBiase. Oh, Killer Khan, look at this. Oh, we got yeah. turmoil. We got turmoil. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, the referee comes in. Oh, there he goes. Kick <laughs> crazy. He's not made any leg on top of Choshu's head. <laughs> Is he got a cover clutch on him? What's he got on him? Can't see. He's just choking him. I'm just choking him. Okay. Oh, ooh, that knee looks snug. The second ref's call for the bell. What's it? Oh. Hey, there's Ron Bass. Uh oh, look at there. Oh, he's going after the referee. Oh, he's kicking Choshu. I thought he's going after the referee. He's going after Choshu. Oh, oh, he's kicking. Oh, he kicked Killer Khan. Oh, Khan's coming in. Uh oh. Khan powdered off, too. Yeah, he backed down. He's like, oh, there's three of them. So, who did Hansen get disqualified? I'm assuming so. Yeah, they just raised Choshi's hand. Yeah, they just raised Choshi's hand. So, he got disqualified for clothesline the ref. The ref was accidental. So was, I mean, well, so the ref may have been accidental, but uh, Diviasi hitting the ring and beating the crap out of Choshi was it? <laughs> Uh, true. They got the belt to show you. Okay, it was for it was for both belts. AWA, you can't it, belt can't change hands on this qualification, but PWF can. That makes sense. That's what happens? That's why. Okay. Because I was like, I know Choshi was never the NBA champion. So that's what it was. So Choshi won by disqualification. You did. <laughs> Killer Khan's over complaining to the players. <laughs> it's like, yeah, that's what it is. There are rules that you can change on disqualification. The NBA rules, it doesn't. So he's the new. So Choshi, oh, I got a big trophy. So he's the new. PWF champion. He gets a belt and a trophy. Huh. Well, in fairness. Yeah. Oh, he has chances back out there. Did you see him? Yep. He, oh, I thought he left. He's, oh, he's hitting with the rope. He's mad. <laughs> he's still out. Oh, he hit, he's hitting somebody. With that he knocked the trophy oh, over, I trophy. think. Yeah, he hit the trophy. Oh, here they go. Oh, he hits him with the belt. Oh, they're going at it. Oh, that belt is right around his head. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, he kicked the belt at him. Oh, oh, this looks good. Get away, Killer Khan. Oh. Oh, he's going after him. Choshi's going after him. And the powders. A, that's not a very Japanese finish. That's a. Oh, he's slinging the chairs. 
I love it. That's a Southern Heat finish right there. Yeah. Oh, he just hit somebody in the crowd. Oh. <laughs> oh, that was good. That may be Tiger Hattori in the stripes. Okay. Wow. Man, he was wrapping it better than he's hitting him and they're just wrapping around his head when he's hitting him with it. <laughs> it's going to the old timey buckles on it too, don't it? I'm not like sure. I'm trying, I thought I saw there was a buckle. But yeah, he was trying to hit the belt and he just kept wrapping around his head. <laughs> he's getting mugged again trying to get to the back. Yeah, he was over big time. Yeah, he was. He he went back and forth from New Japan to All Japan a lot. Yeah. From what I can remember, especially to the late 80s. So like he was switching back and forth a lot. I can't even get to the crowd. Yeah, he was over like crazy. That was good. That all it was all wrestling up to the very end, and then they got wild. Yeah, and it did you know? get it got really wild too. Yeah. Yeah, Hanson. Hanson was that was good because he wrestled all the way up to the end. Yeah, I like that. That's some good psychology in it. Really good psychology. I think that ref though, I think um I think he's supposed to bump out, and I think he was too close to the ropes. Yeah, that bump he took was uh, was something. And let's see it. It's done. But, yeah, it was because he, he hit the – bounced off and then fell and rolled out on the other side. <laughs> yeah, I think he was supposed to take the bump and go to the ropes. He was too close. That was really good. It wasn't what I expected. Um, but it was good. It was it was good to show people Hanson just wanting a brawler. Yeah. Know? That was really good. Um, I, that's what I've been. That's what I wanted right there. Got to see a match of Hanson and Choshu, and it was totally different what I thought it was going to be. I like that. It's good. Right, it's a, it wrestled up to the very end, and then it got to the point where it needed to be. That was good stuff. I like that. Oh yeah, dude. That that match was a lot, a lot, a lot of fun. Yeah, it was good. A lot of, and he is. Um, you know, like I said, the. We're not going for five stars. We're going for different and stuff we hadn't seen. How many times have we seen Hanson sell like that? Yeah. And sell his own finisher. The guy gave him his own finisher. He sold it. They took the bump all the way through the ropes on the floor. You know, that was crazy. Never thought I'd see him. Well, I know he sold for the top guys and stuff, you know, but um, he really sold. Facials, he had good facials, really good facials. Um Especially when he had his, he was working on the arm, had that arm scissored and had it barred. His facials were really, really good. And uh, I, I was really, I liked that Hanson. I liked the brawling Hanson, but I liked that because that was, that was, showed that, you know, he could, he could actually just work a match, you know. The psychology was good, I thought, because they kept doing hold, putting holds on, you know, stuff, you know, his leg, his arm, you know, they kept going back and forth. Yeah, the psychology of it, it made sense to what they, you know, to where the down, where it down with their finishers couldn't be as effective, you know? Yeah. That was good. 
And it finally got the big chaos bra at the end and Deviasi coming out there. That was a guy like that, you know. That's yeah, a good, was, good match. Uh, like I said, it's it very Southern booked, like the finish specifically. Yeah. But yeah. I, I like that, for, if not only for the reason that you didn't see that in all Japan a lot. Yeah. Yeah, that was good. That was um, – I, I think that's probably the second probably full match I've watched of Toshu I've ever watched. Um, he was really over. I mean, over, over. I didn't realize how over he was. Because um, Didn't he leave around like 88, 89, went to Anoki? He hopped a lot. Especially in the late 80s, he hopped a lot. Back and forth, it seemed like a lot. Yeah. Because then he got, didn't he the first time he went didn't didn't he went to Anoki, then didn't he come back to all Japan and do the Choshu's army or was that or did he do that and one of the promotions he we left and came back and he started up he did I remember the big thing was Choshu's army I used he, to read about. He was all Japan through eight till eighty seven where he went to new. He was new to ninety-eight. Uh let's see. And then he just kind of went into booking. He retired, went into booking. Uh, he came out of retirement in 2000 for a barbed wire death match with Onita. Hmm. Uh, I guess see. the show she's on might have been New Japan when he left. I'll train with New Japan. It might have been. I remember. I don't know when it was, but I remember reading at one point the big thing was Choshu's Army for a while. I just, I just remember, can't remember which one it was or what time period. But he was over big time. Yeah, no, he he was he was massively, massively over. Uh, I, it says he was the uh, the first trader heel in a Japanese promotion, so I guess that would go from him, uh, uh, you know, him, him invading. Okay, that's probably what he invaded into the Choshu Army. That's probably what that meant. That's probably what that was. I still want to see how how long he held that belt for, because that was their pretty much their top belt. I think. Oh, they had two top belts. It's weird how their belts went over there. They had so many different ones. So it, it was the original top belt in all Japan, though. Okay. Uh, and Choshu held it. Uh, he vacated it when when he left for New Japan in March of '87. Wow. So he held it about almost he held it about a, a year, almost a year. Yep. Wow. He left with the uh, with the strap. That's that's different. Yeah. Yeah. You they don't leave when they're holding up the strap. Wow. Dang. Hmm. This Anoki offered him a buttload of money, probably. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. The war was heavy at that time, man. And and New Japan wasn't winning. No, no. Now, New Japan, they, I mean, well, they had just got, at that time period, didn't they just, they just got the NWA thing, right? Or are they still with WF? New Japan... Oh, I can't remember when they started dealing with the AWA. All right. Yeah, or the NWA, I mean. No, no, that went until the 90s. Bischoff set that up. Well, no, because they did. Um, oh, you're right. But that was still 92 when they did the Korea thing. Well, no. What about the. I'm talking about the. Well, they. Um, Fujinami? They had. Because they were on. Wasn't that one of the WrestleManias? With New Japan people? I. I want to say, wasn't it? I'm trying to think. Or one of the one of the big cards in like '86 or '87. I know they had a big wrestling summit type thing. Um, oh, they they had a somewhat of working relationship, but I don't know if that was new or all because I remember like there was Tenru came in. 
Um, let's see. There was also they did a deal where Hanson wrestled uh, Hogan in Japan. But no. the one I'm talking about, I remember it was on actually it was a WWF, WWF card. Right. It was like one of their big. It was another. I may have been Royal Rumble, and there was two of the Japanese guys. I want to say it was they were from all, a New Japan. I could uh, be wrong. I, though. I know. I know if you're, if you're talking about Tenru. That was the SWS promotion. I forgot what that stood for, but was it Tenru? Uh, Ten, Tenru was in there for a while, and I guess he feuded with Savage at one point. I just remember being in one of the big pay per views, and I'm gonna say it was a Royal Rumble because they—I don't remember ever seeing him do a match. Right, eighty-six, eighty-seven ish. When was the first Royal Rumble? I don't know. My brain is—it's <laughs> like Jello, but for some reason, for I remember their names calling out their names. I was like. Huh? I was a kid, you know. Uh, like, Tenru was in one of the Rumbles. Okay. Well, I know by this time, Baba stopped working with the NWA, hadn't he? Because I mean, they were using uh, AWA because uh, Jumbo had not got the belt, AWA belt already by then. Yeah. Didn't he, didn't he get like 90 in 84 or something? Uh, so I they, mean, that, that might sound right. Because I do know, I remember uh, Baba and what was the sumo guy's name? Uh, he was wasn't very good. They did some ESPN tapings at the showboat. Great, whoa, is it Woji? Whoa, son, I can't remember his name. He was not very good, but they did some showboat tapings for AWA. Yeah, uh, Jum- Jumbo got it in '84. '84, okay. But yeah, uh, Baba and this other guy, they did some TV tapings at showboat in I want to say '86. So Jumbo he must have been- held it. Jumbo didn't even hold it a month. Wow. Yeah, he didn't hold it long. I remember it wasn't long, but I, I thought it was longer than that. Wow. Yeah, he dropped it in, in May. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought it was, said March. He dropped it in May, so he held it a couple months. Okay. I knew it wasn't long. Yeah, 81 days. Yeah. And, um, but yeah, they so they were working with – so Bob was working with AWA. So I'm, I'm wondering if they complete – but I, for some reason, I remember – I thought I saw Flair working mid-'80s on that halfway mat. I wonder if he's working both still. He's working. He might have been working with both. That's very possible. That's my but it was. I guess I guess they yeah, I know it's like it's in the nineties when they got for some reason I thought they were. I bet it's what it is. I bet it bet it Bible was working with both. And it's smart if he was, you know. Yeah, very much so. And and yeah. he had the money to do it. Yeah. Oh, he always he was always the NWA guy too. Yeah. He's always was good. He was in with he was in with, you know, he was a big part of the NWA. And uh, so I bet that's what it was. He's probably working with both. And that time, you think about uh, mid '80s, you know, '86, you know, end of '85, '80, then '86. NWA was scorching hot, you know. And Flair, and Flair taking you know two weeks off to go to Japan. That wouldn't. I don't see Dusty letting that happen. You know. Yeah. As hot as '86 was for the NWA. So I bet that's probably what it was. You know, they probably uh, they still work with them, but. It was so it got so hot there, so they started using AWA more. I bet that's – it got easier dates because, Lord no, uh, Vern was probably only running three days, two or three days a week at that time. Yeah. And actually, the show that Hanson won that on, I think that was a one of those dual shows with AWA and NWA. I think it was – you know, they did them big dual shows. Yeah. I think it was one of those that Hanson actually won that AWA belt on. But – um. Uh, I looked at the thing. There was no buildup for this match, I look, uh, unless they did it through promos on their TV. Because uh, I looked through the the at um, wrestling data, 
I looked at all the lead up. I think they had maybe two matches, maybe, from the time Hanson won the, the AWA strap, and it was in tag. I think that was their first singles. So if there was any buildup, it had, it had to be on interviews or maybe run-ins or something. Yeah. Um, there was no matches or anything to lead up to it. Um, so if there was build like I said, it would had to be TV with run-ins and interviews, which that could be done, you know. Um, but yeah, there was no match match build up wise for it. Um, but some they had some kind of build up, uh, especially of him dropping the strap to him. You know, I'm sure they there was, but match wise, it wasn't. Which that's good. You know, you can book stuff like that if you do it right. You don't have to have a match to build something, you know, matches to build it up. You can do it on interviews and running if you book it right. Yeah. So that's probably what they probably did. Um, I'm thinking probably because, uh, you know, you had all those, you know, Killer Khan, he was a top guy in all Japan. Uh, I didn't see who the other guy was. He was one of the older guys. And, you know, so they had all those guys in suits out there. And then DiBiase came out. So it's probably a lot of buildup. It's probably built up in those tags they were in. I bet that's where they built it up. Built, got it built up in was in those few tags they did and did some run-ins and all that other stuff. So, so we don't get no buildup. We've got a good match. So, anything you want to add to that match? No, man. I, again, I thought it was just a really good match, really good solid match I, that I enjoyed watching. Yeah, it was really good. Uh, got you know, I don't want to hash back over stuff I already said, but yeah, it was good, different. And I liked it. It was what I wanted. I mean, I've seen Hanson brawl a lot. I hadn't seen Russell a lot. So that was what I liked. You know, that's why I liked it. All right. So where are we going next week? Next week, we're actually staying in Japan and staying in all Japan pro wrestling. I, uh, I Gosh, we got a lot of Japan now. Ain't we, we? we really are. But, man, I, I love it. Hold on. I want to say before you say it, because I'll forget this. I thought about this the other day. I, I was going to look on my thing and write down how many matches we've actually did from Japan. Including the funks against Baba and and Jumbo, you know. But you know, here's what I realized: there is not a lot of big matches on tape yeah, from no. the U.S. Yeah, except for if if and you know, uh, from basically Starcade down. I mean, basically, if you want really big matches, you got to. I mean, WWF, you know, because they did all their tape their matches Square Garden and their Boston Garden and their Philly Spectrum, uh, and then Houston taped their stuff, and everybody else was clips. They would show on their TV. It was clipped up. Yep, 100%. That's why, and I realized that, that I was like, that's why we're, we're in Japan so much, because we're getting whole matches. I found tons of good stuff out of Portland I'd love to go do, but they're all clipped up. Same thing with uh, Florida. A lot of 70s and early 80s Florida would really good stuff, Briscoes and, you know, it, but it's all clipped up. Well, I mean, it's the same with Memphis, you know. And Memphis, too, yeah. They're, they're, you very, you, very rare you get to see a whole main event match because it was clip it up. Even on the, I don't know if you're on that B show with, with the Rena show. Yeah. Because uh, they, like, they, I know what they say it's out there, but I had, at one time, I had probably, it was almost a full, from, was it 82 or 83, Lord Dundee, Leisure Leaf Town, and it was, it's, they showed it, but it was clipped up, and I think they, they clipped out like maybe 10 minutes of it, but it was still long, you know. Yeah. But there, I, there, you can't find Memphis full, those full, you know, Memphis I matches. It just, but everybody did because it was their territory. You get the highlights. You never showed the, you know. But Houston and Japan, that, that's, that's the gold mine for matches. Yeah. 
No, 100%. But I'm not complaining. I'm not going to complain. I didn't mean uh, to cut you off. But I had to say, because I, I just did it the other day, because I thought about it, and I was like, man, we're going to Japan a lot. And I have to, why do we go to Japan? And I just, it clicked. And I, and I had to say, because when you brought that, I was like, I'll forget it if I don't. So go ahead. <laughs> go back. <laughs> so we are going to Sapporo, Japan, at the Nakajima Sports Complex on May 21st, 1993. At the All Japan Pro Wrestling Super Power Series 1993, Day 7. The match is Kenta Kabashi versus Terry Gori. This is Terry Gori one, about one month before he had his overdose. So it was good, Gordy. It was very good, Gordy. It's, oh really, gosh, it's really lean, Gordy, though. Yeah. Oh, he had leaned out a lot. Um, that time period. I mean, not a lot, but compared to what he, you know, he was, he, he had gotten on the leaner side because um, his knees were so bad. He'd gotten so bad. Um, man, that's going to be a good one. Oh, yeah. And it's, it's real young. Uh, Kenta, I, I think he, I think he's just starting to get his push. Because remember, his push came yeah. later than everybody else's. Yeah. I so say 93. You said 93? Yeah. Yeah. It's starting to, he's starting to get there. He's starting to get, he's starting to get some, Get a little, get a little rub, get some put, a little bit of a push. That's gonna yeah. be good. Yeah, because like I said, it's Gordy for, you know, uh, for his overdose coma thing, and and he was never so, the same yeah, after that. that. No, no, he wasn't. It, it was, it, it was really sad. Um, one of the best big guys. I mean, do you put it? My thing is, a lot of people put him in the big man. He was a big man, but he wasn't a big big man. You know what I'm saying? I consider him a big man. But a lot of people, some people do. He was big, but I'm, I don't put him in that class because he wrestled every. He could, uh, I, he I was, put him in big man, but I, like I don't put him in like big man super heavyweight territory. You know what I mean? Like Blackwell and Mabel. Yeah. yeah, 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 big that you know. But he was he was the small. The he was probably the, he was one of the smallest of the big men. But he never wrestled like a big man. He wrestled like a normal sized person. You know. Yeah, I mean, he picked his spots where he'd pull out his big man stuff, but. Oh, yeah, but I'm just saying, I mean, but, you know, he could do it all, as I'm saying. Because a lot of big men, they're, they're selected on the, the regular stuff they can do. He he could do it all if he wanted to. Absolutely. You know? Yeah, he was just a great, great talent. And it was sad that would happen, you know, to him. And, um, but, I mean, I guess that's better than, you know, that even though, you know, he was not even never the same or even close to it, but like, he was still alive. Yeah. You know? And you'd see every now and then you'd see a little flash every now and then of it, but majority of it, it was gone. Yeah, he came into Shelbyville. Oh gosh, ninety five ish. Yeah, he came in there. In, I want to say ninety five, and he worked two weeks. And you could tell he was. Uh, it 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 really messed him up. He was really. Who did he work know. with? I know you probably I, don't remember that. But that's just a. I want to say it was Joe. Okay. Because Joe was booking. I think it was Gypsy Joe, yeah. I want I ain't don't, you know, I was gonna say Weingroff, but I know it wasn't Weingroff because George wasn't there. Cause um Pete Cannon uh come over to me and said, Hey, uh Weingroff told me to tell you, he said hi. And uh so, so I know it wasn't George because George wasn't there. George Weingroff. So I wanna say it was Gypsy Joe. I'm pretty sure that's who it was. But don't hold me on that. But oh man. And that sucks is I should have I wish I could have got some flyers of that. Been on the same show as Terry Gordy, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That'd have been awesome. but, you know, yeah, that's back. That, 
I kicked myself in the nuts that, you know, wasn't that, don't be a mark stage, you know. So, you know, I'd stop getting stuff and writing stuff down. And see, I should have just did it secretly, you know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, man, that's, that's me. Like, when I started writing down my matches and then someone saw me doing it in a locker room, called me a mark. Oh, I don't want to be a mark. Yeah. Now I could have a notebook full of my matches. And like kills me as Cornette did it and saved every you know, I mean Ellie back you know, I did released it, like, it as a book. Yeah, I know. But I think they did all this with the boys at Sam. Because the boys would have would have you know, because I mean nobody that's the did it. Cornette was so good at his job though, like you know, he knew every he finish he ever did. He's smart, yeah. But you know, I, and it sucks I, I it was good at the time period I come in. I still had some of the old school guys learn from, but you know, it's um oh gosh, I wrote it down. What's it called? I, my generation I had a name for my generation. Where the, I bet I'll don't remember where I put it. I, I was thinking about that as like, you know, we come in like, you know, guys in the early nineties, we were um I knew that was gonna happen. I didn't know where I put it at. You know, we wasn't old school. We were kind of, you know, in between. Man, I don't know what I'd do with that. Oh, we were cuspers. Right, right on the cusp. We're the, we're the cusper generation. Right. Yeah. You had a couple territories still running, but likely you weren't ever going to have a chance to work any of them. Yeah. You know, it, it, we were part of that old school was going out, and the new generation was coming in. We were in the middle. We were cusper. Yeah. You know? I can see that. And but you know, and like I said I did. I wrote down my for matches for the first year. I do it when I got home every day, every night, you know. And then I was just like, eh, you know, nobody. Else, I don't see nobody else doing this. So I ain't gonna do it no more, you know. And I wish I, I would, wish I never stopped because I can remember most everybody I worked or you know it worked with, and then somebody says something to me like, oh gosh, I worked them, you know. It's like, oh crap, I yeah. don't, you know. So yeah, I wish I would have wrote it down. Yeah, it's but all the all these guys, mom. Around my time, we just didn't, you know. I, I say I try to save, um, especially from Shelbyville. I, I, I went, me and uh, Mark would go to like the little gas station and, and get the flyer of the night that night off the the you know off the gas station, you know, the convenience store, and get the flyer to get both us get a flyer, you know. So I, I had some from the, when I first started and everything, and but you know, so after that, it just, yeah. You just kind of stop doing it because you, I don't know, but I just wish I would have kept because I don't have nothing. And pictures, and you know, and I was thinking about it today, man, me and you really never took pictures together. I, I've never been a big picture guy. Uh, my wife says says that about me when we go on vacation. You never whip your phone out to take a picture. I'm like, I don't know. I'm just always kind of in the moment. But it's just like we never, uh, there's hardly any pictures of me and you together. It's hanging tough. We, we have, well, at least pose, no pose pictures. There's a couple promo pictures we did. The ones, well, not not just of me and you. No, I don't think. Yeah, I don't, I don't think there was. No, no that's crazy. We, we never did like a photo shoot. What the was? You're the new guy. You should have been. Dude, hey, dude, this dude, is what we do now. My, <laughs> dude, I didn't know. My first T-shirt I ever had ever was the ones we got. <laughs> but I'm just saying though. Like, I mean, we, we learned like, hey. we learned about merchandise at the same time. Apparently, well, you know, when merchandise just has some some promo pictures, you know. And see, reason why I never did it, I really never did any time, because back in the day, you know, you'd send you'd send them to promoters and stuff, but there's nowhere everybody knew who you were, you know. Yeah. 
basically, you know, because you want, I mean, I'm not traveling out of state and unless it's going to, you know, Kentucky. So everybody knew who everybody was, basically. So, you know, promoter, you know, somebody, hey, okay, yeah, I know him. Yeah, you know, here's his number. So you didn't take, you know, publicity shots and send them out, you know, mail them out to, unless she's going to other states. And it just, you know, I never did that because I, my whole thing was, I'm not going, my whole, the only place to, to, when I got, you know, decent enough I could go somewhere, the only place was open was USWA. Yeah. And it wasn't paying good. So my thing was, I don't know if I've said this before, if I have, just people ignore me. Um, uh, you know, I was satisfied with just working local because um, there was only one place to go and there were so many people trying to get there. So it really wasn't, what's the word I'm looking for? It wasn't something I was wanting to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? None, none, none of you guys will get that, but the whole time Quentin was talking, for some reason, at least his right hand was holding up the Vader time. <laughs> it's time. But you know what I'm saying? And so, I mean, yeah. I didn't, you know, and, and a lot of guys would, you know, go off other states and stuff. I'm like, my whole philosophy was, you know, why do you do that? Like, well, get, get your name out. For what? There's nowhere to go. You know, people would go to, you know, way down in Mississippi, Arkansas. Some even go to Florida, Texas, or go up north. I'm like, but why? Because you're gonna go, you're gonna go in the hole. You know, it might be some good experience, but I mean, if it ain't gonna lead to nothing, that's what my philosophy was. If it ain't gonna lead to a job, why even try to do it? You know, I mean, I, yeah, it'd be a good experience. I, I, I get that, you know, but, but like, the '90s were a notoriously like not good time for wrestling as a whole. Mm. Early '90s, like early early '90s, the whole ter- the whole business was down oh yeah but the indies were were still decent the indies were doing good but to you know because my i'm gonna lose money i'd lose i would, would lose money if there was some it would get me to somewhere you know higher but there was nothing higher anymore right so my whole thing is why go in the hole and go work somewhere you don't even know who you're gonna work with you know they might be horrible and you go you go went you know, 10 hours away and had a horrible match with somebody and you lost money, you know, I it, get it. it just, you know, it, beforehand it was, you know, if, if you get, if it, you know, it just, I didn't, I, I never got that. That's why I never went nowhere. Two hours was my main two, two and a half hours far I'd go. You know, it just, it, you know, I don't know if that is bad or good, but just, I didn't, I didn't see nothing coming out of it. So. Yeah. Well, I, mean, I guess a lot of it depends on the area you're in and, too, you know what I mean? Yeah, but there's always good people here to work. So we want to go out, find, go away, away to find people to work. Yeah. So that you know, so that was one thing. You know, uh, you know, I could learn from because we had all because you know, Memphis is only territory still up. So you had guys, especially in, around in Middle Tennessee, coming and going from there. They get booked. You know, Shelbyville, Columbia, Lewisburg, all these little towns coming off that TV. So you're Memphis, you know what I'm saying? So there yeah. was talent coming in and out. Then the regular guys, the older guy. I mean, so you didn't need to go nowhere to learn. You always had good talent here, you know, coming and going. So it wasn't like, you know, you need to go out to learn. You could learn here. There's no sense in going off 10 hours away to try to learn some for somebody. Cause there was always guys coming in and out. Yeah. You know, you know, like you'd have Tracy come in, you'd come in and you went see him for eight months. Same with Ricky. You'd see Ricky come in for a couple of weeks. Then you went see him for about a year. You know, and you know, it's you know, 
even Rio Riggins there in the early, you know, early, early nineties, you'd see him once, once every six months, you know, he'd come in and work Shelbyville or come in and work Columbia and then you wouldn't see him again. So I don't know how we got off on that, but we need to wrap this up. <laughs> Might add some of this out. I was trying to keep it at an hour and 10, 15 minutes, but that didn't work. All right. Anything you want to add? No, I think I'm good. All right. Well, if you're done, I'm done. Stick a pork in or she's done. For Jeremiah Plunkett, Quick Charisma. Hey, that's me. Thanks for listening, and God bless. Bye-bye, everybody.